Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Berizaki. Hi, and thanks for joining us for Growing in Grace. I'm the Cap, Mike Kapler, along with Joel Brzezicki. And uh, Joel, it's, it seems like it's been a while since we've done this. I know we've we've had some vacations and different things going on in our own lives, but uh, we're back on track here now, and and uh, looking forward to uh, discussing more about the scripture and and uh, this this grace walk that we keep learning so much about. Well, yeah, it's good to get back with you, Cap, and talk about all this stuff. The topic of of God's grace and His love and His mercy is endless. I mean, it's limitless, and there's a myriad of directions a person can go in and you and I as as we've shared several times when we get together here on Grace Walk Radio uh, when we get together whether it's on the phone or where we work together at a radio station we'll just naturally start talking about about these things so this this really this program going in grace is just kind of a natural extension of that it's just uh, us talking casually and hopefully um if people are listening in it's something you can you can get something out of uh, like we we get something out of each other each time we talk like this you know maybe toward the end of the program we can uh, give a, an email address or some sort of contact information because we'd love to hear from you if you're out there listening uh, drop us a note of encouragement or tell us what God is doing in your life we'd love to hear from you um, Joel I, years ago at least a few years ago I think it was I was uh, in my pastor's house with uh, a small group of other people and we were kind of going through some some small group training for our church uh, where small groups would meet during the week, you know. And he asked a question to us that has forever haunted me. <laughs> Can I say haunted on this program? Um, it, it just stuck with me. It, it hit me when he said it. It got me thinking. It still has me thinking. And by the way, I still don't have the answer or answers to his question, but I'm forever thinking about it and wondering how can we be more effective in this world for Jesus Christ? And the question was this. If Jesus, you know, were alive on the earth today, you know, as a man, as, as he, like he was a couple of thousand years ago, if he were here today and he were to start a church in, in today's culture and in, in today's age, what do you think that church would be like? <laughs> and I can still remember the silence in the room as we all pondered. You know, I, who knows what thoughts were going through everyone's minds. I'm not even sure what was going through mine at the time, Joel. But I do remember thinking right away as I, as I started trying to piece it together. And in just that moment, I, I began to realize that probably the church that Jesus Christ himself would crank up today is probably not much like anything that we've got in in our church world or at least not very much and that's just my opinion but it really it really hit me in between the eyes well i think you're probably right cap and and uh, to go along with what you were saying it's not like um anyone really has the answers but we can we can take a look at some of the things that go on in in churches today whether it's during the actual church service or what goes on uh with members of a church throughout a week and Maybe we'll see some things uh, that would be very similar to what Jesus would do if he were alive today, walking on this earth with us and starting a church. And maybe there'd be a lot of things that'd be a, a lot different. Uh, like like we're like we're saying, we don't have the answers. But what kind of thoughts, Cap, do you have? What what's going on 
in church today that might not be uh, something Jesus would do, or on the other side of the coin, what's going on that is along the lines of what you think Jesus might be doing. You know, I, I forever try to sort those things out, Joel, and diff- they, they go through my mind so quickly it almost makes me dizzy. I mean, I know Jesus didn't have a, a quote-unquote uh, you know, church like we think of church today, but you know, people were so drawn to him. I mean, sinners, people who weren't uh, religious folks, you know, they, they just they flocked to him. It seems like, at least where I live and have lived, um, I know so, everybody who listens right now probably can relate to this, and maybe even in your own life. Um, I know so many people that just got bored with church, perhaps at a young age. As they grew up, they got out of church if their family brought them up in one. They got bored with it. Uh, maybe their, their needs weren't being met. Maybe they weren't treated right. Who knows? But there was something there that just wasn't connecting with a lot of these people in today's age. And that's why you see a lot of churches trying to come up with ideas on how to reach out to people in our contemporary culture. For example, how many of us have become more aware here in the last 10 years of churches, even some of the most traditional churches, starting up at, uh, some sort of a contemporary service, even if it's early in the morning or late in the day or something, to try to reach out and make an impact and draw people back into the church who, for whatever reason, left. Whereas when Jesus was around, it was almost like he couldn't keep people away. Wherever he was, he seemed to draw crowds. And so right away I'm thinking, without being very specific, there's something Jesus had going that uh, I think, by and large, our church today as a whole hasn't really been able to ever tap into the way that, that the Lord was able to. Um, now, you might say, well, he was the Lord. Well, <laughs> you know, he commissioned us and has given us, you know, power and authority to be able to do some of the same things that he was able to do as a man on the earth, too. And and so I think being able to attract and connect with people is, is something we need to be led by the Holy Spirit. I don't know all the specifics of what those might be, but I do get discouraged to, to kind of focus more on your question, Joel. I get discouraged sometimes, you know, when I see, and I know, look, hey, look, friends, there's a lot of different kinds of churches being represented out there, and a lot of them are are good people uh, in these churches, uh, good leaders, good pastors. At least they, they mean well, and, and I'm sure most, uh, most of the churches and most of the people in those churches have the right intentions. It's just that when I see things like, um, for example, a dress code where you cannot attend or become a member if you don't wear this, this, and this. Now, I know there's a place for modest dress and that sort of thing, but really what we've done by coming up with rules like this is shut people out and made it even harder for us to to bring people in, which is really what the the goal of the church should be. And one thing to remember that the the church is is uh, is not the building. I mean, we that is a cliche. We all know that, but you know, the church is is the body of Christ, and with with Christ as the head. And we're the individual members of the church. And, and worldwide, Jesus Christ has got his body working here, there, and everywhere, and you know, doing the you know, doing the work of the kingdom. And that is by his grace, by by people who are plugged in to the head, people who uh, have come to know Christ and who are abiding in Him. And all around the world, people are doing this. And in some ways, a lot of the things that are going on in, in churches today are probably very much Christ, uh, Christ-led. And I think there's a lot of things, on the other hand, where it's kind of like 
people are trying to figure out how, like you said, how can we attract people? How can we get people in? And so we start doing things. We start creating programs to try to attract people mm-hmm. when really, I think, and again, I don't have all the answers, but I think perhaps it's the message, I mean, the gospel message, the grace of God, and the person of Jesus Christ himself is what should be attracting people to the gospel message. We can look at Jesus as he walked the earth, the things that he did, healing people, being friends of sinners, shouting rebukes at at hypocrites and at those who were self-righteous, and people were attracted to him because, wow, I thought I was excluded from this thing. I thought I was supposed to be, just because of the things I do, and this guy is saying, I can be included in the kingdom of heaven? And I think some of the things we do, we, we, we do, we turn people away because we're trying to get them to conform to a certain way, a certain way of life, a certain image. We even want people to come into our church and conform to the image of our own church so that we'll look good in the community, as opposed to just saying, hey, God has accepted you. Hmm. God has brought you into this kingdom because he loves you, and that's that's it. That's what it's all about. You're probably right. I mean, if we've got the right message, I mean, if what we are, are, are sharing with people is really good news, they should be attracted to it. And maybe we've got the wrong message sometimes when people don't feel like coming to hear what's being said. I had jotted uh, a note down to myself a few weeks ago, and I don't know what there is to this, but I wrote down that the church today... It's it's kind of like we get together and we think we need to talk about all the things that we're supposed to do in order to be godly, in order to be right. It's like get together, have some time of praise and worship, and have a, a sermon where the preacher says, it preaches about this is how we're supposed to, to walk. And it's not like uh, there's anything in and of itself wrong with the exhortations and, and uh, with the preacher teaching about how to walk by abiding in Christ and in what the fruit of the Spirit would be like and, and so, you know things like that. But it's like for centuries they met together continuously talking about the law, talking about how to strive to do the things of God, how to make this, this life work. And it didn't work. That's why the cross was needed. That's why Jesus was needed because getting together, meditating upon the things that you're supposed to do, doesn't work. That's not how you live a godly life. It's by abiding in this person, the person of Jesus Christ. And so perhaps that is at least one of the answers, one way of looking at it, that we need to focus on the person of Jesus Christ and let let people see who he is. Uh, it's interesting stuff because, I, you know, people have different reasons for, you know, wanting to attend their weekly church services, you know. Some will cross their arms and say, well, I want to be fed. Well, if you're only going to get fed once a week, I mean, if you were to do that with your body, what kind of a thing would that be? You know, I think in Proverbs it says there are some who are so lazy they don't feed themselves. We could probably apply that spiritually. Um, you know, there, there is something to be said for, for feeding off of God's Word and being reminded of what's been paid for in Jesus Christ. Uh, Peter himself, you know, encouraged believers to, to grow in the, the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's how we came up with the name for this program, Growing in Grace. And, and so there's room for that. But, you know, to sit there and say that, uh, well, I just, I just want to be fed every week by my pastor. And, you know, the pastor's job, your pastor's job is to, if you want to call it that, is to equip you and I 
uh, so that we're prepared to go out and do the work of the ministry and effectively reach out with the love of Jesus Christ. And I think getting together, in my mind, Joel, uh, you know, you can kind of take it from Hebrews chapter 10. I think part of the reason, a big part of the reason for gathering together uh, besides worship is to encourage one another. Let's get together and, you know, you're out there in the world. Yeah, you can get bumped and bruised out there. Let's get together and encourage one another. And what better way to do that with, than with the pure grace of the gospel and to be reminded uh, that you are in Christ and uh, God wants to help you through whatever difficulties you might be going through right now. That's right. It wasn't about getting together every Sunday morning at a certain time, you know, to fulfill some duty. It was about let's encourage each other in this wonderful gospel, in 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 what Christ has done for us. Let's encourage each other, and then we can go out and spread the word to other people, and other people will want to come in because of the message. It wasn't about all of these. I mean, nothing wrong with all the bells and whistles that go on in, in some of the churches, but if that's the focus, if that's what it's all about, then we I think we've really missed it. Yeah, you know, we're out of time just about, Joel. And I feel like we barely scratched the surface on this. We might be able to pick up on it next time. Maybe we'll get into some other aspects of, of gathering together, too, and, and uh, some of the positive aspects of that. Maybe even communion and how we've religiousized, religiousized communion as well. Uh, but, Joel, maybe you can give a little contact info if somebody wants to drop us a line and say hi, and we'll be back next time. We hope you'll join us. You can always check out our website, 891thespirit.com, or my own personal website is graceroots.org. You can leave a message uh, through that. If you want to get a hold of either me or Cap, I can forward on the message to Cap, too. Thanks for listening this week, and we will be back with you next week on Growing in Grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.